Cannabis Podcast, a podcast for the curious mind and debatable topics. MVP here with Breezy and K Styles. How are you guys feeling today? I'm feeling <laughs> delectable. First of all, I don't know if that works for a feeling that's like mm-hmm. not only for food. Delectable. Um, he could feel like a snack. Ah, that was talking about Breezy. Okay. Feeling like a snack over here. You're looking like a grape. Grapes are snacks. They are snacks. And they're delicious. And they're healthy for you, aren't and they? And are grapes that, that color for real? Yes. That, that, that color? Disco- <laughs> the closer like- to that than your, your <laughs> last shit was the cake. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, taking it back to last week, son. We're going back to last week. Taking <laughs> <laughs> shirt, shots. The sweater was pink. Oh. No, he didn't. Somebody like lightning bolt. Lightning bolt, man. <laughs> Today's sweet question is provided by the grape shirt. Oh! <laughs> okay. Fuck it. Yup. It's provided by a great damn shirt. Oh, okay. No, seriously, uh, today's sweet question is, do you find yourself struggling to talk uh, with people with grape shirts? <laughs> This is great. This is great. Because oh, <laughs> I think the answer will be yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. On seriously. A serious note. Yeah. Seriously. Do you find yeah. yourself struggling to talk to? That people? is like kind of yeah. a serious question, right? <laughs> yeah. So. I I do. I I struggle quite a bit with like small talk. Mm, okay. I've gotten a lot better about it, but I used to just like be really really awkward. So I'm slowly but surely getting better, but I guess I struggle with small talk because I like to be really, have just like serious conversations and talk about whatever it is we're supposed to be talking about. So I got to work on that. Yeah, I've had the same uh, situation as far as when I was younger. I used to care about sounding intelligent when I speak to people. Mm -hmm. So in conversations, I would just like shut the fuck up. But now I don't care. Like, if I sound stupid, I sound stupid. I don't care. Um, but I think that was something that I had to grow into. So I've definitely struggled with talking to people. And then coming from a place of, like, yeah, not really liking people like that. Same. I don't like people. Yeah. So it, I was coming from a place where I, like, didn't care to talk to them either. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it kind of helped the struggle, too, though, because it takes practice talking to people and learning how to talk to people and I know this has nothing to do with what I'm saying but I feel like in school Mm. they should teach kids how to interact and talk with people instead of just you know the standard it should be standard because I'm like yeah "Yeah, I'm learning all this math I'm learning all this history but then when I go into a networking situation I'm super good at calculating something but I don't know how to network and create bonds with people. At the well, there's there's a couple things. One, I feel like that that is something that even if you learn it in school, it's it's mm. changes so rapidly. It's like, mm. and it all comes from like everything else. Uh, it's one of I'm not unlike everything else. It's one of those skills where you constantly have to co- continue working on it. Because for me, um, I am used to be very good talking to people or initiating conversation with people. 
But like this year, I feel like I haven't gone out that much. Or like with the events I did go to, I wasn't, I didn't really, I wasn't at my 100%, you know, like self to be like, okay, hey, you know, what's up with you? Like I've had, I always have people come up to me and you witnesses that. Like people mm. literally just walk up to me and start talking to me. So I'm just used to being like that, that like getting that attention. But at the same time, it's like, you got to constantly, you know, do that. The more time you spend by yourself or pulling away from that, the harder it is to start. It's not like riding a bike where you can just get back. Some people it is. Some people could just turn it on and turn it off. Um, so I guess my I do struggle with that after doing a while, you know, being being out of it for a while. But um, I think it's more new people, and um, it's also when I care about the person who like maybe impression of the what the person would be like. Mm. You know, when people come out and go out their way to talk to you, I'm just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Blah blah blah. We could have a totally meaningless meaningless conversation that they think is really deep, but I really don't care. Uh, but like you're trying to reach out to somebody or you see like a you know a chick you're trying to talk to or something like that. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that your approach is good. Right. And then you you're putting more pressure on yourself because now you're thinking about it too much. So I think this is one of those things I just just it's just practice. You just gotta constantly do it. Um, especially if you want to. Like for me going into like this new uh, you know 2020, I'm, my goal is to have a better network. Because I'm not, I'm not where I think I could be primarily because I've been keeping like to myself. So it's going to require being uh, uncomfortable in a lot of those situations because a lot of times you have to be like, uh, accept that you're going to be vulnerable and go out there and just say, hey, I know what's up, how are you doing? You know, what are you about? Blah, blah, blah. But the funny thing is in most situations, the other person feels the same way too. So it's really once you can get out of your own head and move forward. So Yeah. One thing I'm pushing myself to do was like, there's some people at work that I just normally don't talk to, so I'm trying to at least speak to like one new person a week. Mm-hmm. That's a good um, idea. It just have not be about work; it just you know be a small conversation. Um, and then the other part of that is to build a more meaningful network. And I've noticed that like I'm very open and bubbly when I have a few drinks in my system, so I'm going to try to leverage that going into <laughs> 2020, and like, as I'm networking, like, try to build those, get, have like more of those tougher conversations that I struggle with now, mm-hmm. in those moments, so that way I can build a relationship. You get rid of the, get rid of the first Yeah, the, the, you know, the awkward part. And I definitely, I definitely think it's one of those things where you have to, and it would be nice if people talked about more what you need to do for that. Because it's not... After you meet the people, it's not like, okay, well, I know you, and then we never interact again. And then mm-hmm. you literally have to, like, you know, maybe once a quarter, hey, man, what's going on? We just want to touch base. And I feel like, for me, that was always considered being kind of fake or mm-hmm. kind of being not an authentic person. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it's really imperative to keeping a network alive and making sure that, you know... You know people that are moving in circles that you want to like. So it's a hard thing. It's a, it's a hard thing. And especially, I feel like for all of us, we're kind of working towards being in a place where we need a strong network. And um, DC is very good for that networking thing. I feel like that's what people do. Yeah. Um, I feel like in New York, my network was based on the fact that I was around people all the time. So mm-hmm. like somebody knew somebody that was doing something and we saw each other because we went to the same clubs and we hung out together. If I didn't see you this weekend might see you next weekend mm-hmm. um but you kind of have to be in and around the scene for that to work outside mm-hmm. of that you really have to be act- active with your network so mm. yeah my goal for 2020 is 
this year when I go to BYOB, BYOB. live, they're doing it in Miami this year. Miami! Um, when I go to that, I'm going to try to at least have five connections that I can maintain when I come back. It's a good goal. Because, yeah, yeah <clears throat> I think it's a... It definitely is a, a struggle and a challenge, mm. especially when you go to these type of events and mm-hmm. there's so much going on, so many different people, and then you see people in conversations, especially like a group. Because mm-hmm. um, I've had a few people tell me that it was easy for them to approach a group. But for me, I'm like, it's a challenge because these people have already created their rapport, Yeah. whether it was like for two minutes or longer than that, and you're hopping in. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember, too, like, the appropriateness of location. In a place like that, people expect that everybody is going to be talking. So, like, Mm -hmm. I remember we met, we interviewed somebody, and then I saw him again, and we were friends. I mean, to this point, we still interact on Instagram from time to time. And Mm -hmm. it was like, like, we just bonded on the fact that we interviewed. It wasn't that we had a long conversation or I went out of the way. You guys brought him over. And so it's like you, you're expecting that you're going to be meeting people, expecting that, it, you know, people will be un- uncomfortable. You just really have to take that step. And I think that that's an area that I know I need to work on. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey. I have a question from a lovely lady. And she says, I doubt myself often. How do I build up confidence? Doubt, self-doubt is a natural occurrence. And I don't think you should um, feel bad about doing that. Everyone does it to themselves. Um, So that's the first thing. The second thing is building up confidence. Um, Y'all are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe she's saying this. But requires some lying or faking it until you make it uh, before you get there. So you got to tell yourself that you're great. You have to tell yourself that you're powerful. You have to tell yourself all the things that you don't believe, and eventually you will believe it. I'm telling you this because this has been proven. My personal mantra is I am enough, and I've said that. I have it like written on a mirror. I say that to myself all the time before I go to sleep. Um, I say that when I'm feeling anxious. And that's helped me tremendously over the past few years. So I encourage you to make up a mantra, something that you don't believe in yourself, and use that to empower you and push you forward. And eventually, I mean, it won't take very long, you'll start to feel some confidence within yourself. What do you think? I think that was great advice. The whole having things to say to yourself that mm. boosts up your confidence. Because how often do people say things to you that boosts up your confidence. So I wouldn't wait around for other people to boost your confidence. Mm -hmm. You do it yourself. You tell yourself these great things about yourself and what... Me, personally, I like to think about the things that I've accomplished. Mm. Especially when I get into the point where I'm like, ah, I've been kind of slumming it or something like that. I'm like, well, hold up. You did accomplish this. Mm -hmm. And you accomplished this. Mm -hmm. And you accomplished this. Let's keep going. Mm -hmm. Keep that confidence up. You've accomplished so much. The one thing I would say is I feel like you said something about um, the, like faking it to you making it. I feel mm. like your feeling of feeling that you are enough is not fake. Mm. Uh, I think a mm. lot of times your mind, uh, how I think we've survived as a species is your mind says, don't do anything because you're going to die. 
And so as a result, we don't, everything seems like the worst thing ever. Yeah. So a lot of times it's about having that, that course correction to say, hey, no, what are you talking about? Like, I did this, I'm good. Not being afraid of failing, putting yourself out there, especially if it's something you want. Take the chance, know that you may be rejected. And I know that's hard. Trust me, that's hard. That's one of the hardest things for me to accept is that you could do all of this and someone could tell you this is whack. Mm, um, that's true. Um, you just have to, you literally have to just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the, the like, I, I listened to this guy, his name is Donald Goggins, Goggins, mm-hmm. and he's a bad, a bad dude. Like, he just, he doesn't care. He was a Navy SEALs. He failed, like, Navy SEALs budge training, like, three times, which mm-hmm. is, like, literally the most intense, one of the most intense training, mm-hmm. and he still went back for more. Um, and he always has this thing, he had this thing called but the accountability mirror. So mm-hmm. in the mirror, you actually write down a lot of things that you say to yourself, mm-hmm. and then you have things that you want to do around it, too. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, um, you see the things you say to yourself. Yeah. So I know for me, when I look at it, I have a lot of stuff like, oh, you don't, you don't do this, or they won't be interested in you because of this. Mm-hmm. And when you see some of that stuff that goes on in your head written down, you realize how ridiculous it sounds. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's about adopting, you know, the habits. And a lot of this just comes from practice and consist, constant repetition. I think confidence is just knowing that you can do it because you've done it before. And you it's like tying uh, your shoe. True, yeah. It's yeah. like tying your shoe. I am very confident I can tie my shoe. Nobody right can now. tie a shoe better than I can tie a shoe. You know, you and that's that. why, because I've been tying my shoe for a long time. Right. And I think it just comes from Feel constant repetition. Um Doing the things that make you uncomfortable. Granted, tying your shoe may not have made you uncomfortable before because that was a thing that you were in a learning stage. Driving. There are a lot of people. I was who scared yeah. to drive. Now I'm super confident in driving. And it's just it's literally just coming and constantly doing. It's going back to our whole you know network conversation at the beginning. It's like mm. we literally just have to put ourselves out there. It's not that we. Um, it changes how we feel about people. It doesn't change how we feel about ourselves. You just have to say, okay, this is my goal. I'm working towards it. I'm gonna take some bumps, some scrapes. I might, you know, I might get knocked down. It's all about how you get up and how you get through it. So, yeah. don't stop. Don't don't quit. Just keep pushing forward. As long every day above ground, you have the ability to do something. Yeah. yeah. So Definitely. we believe in you. I believe exactly. in you and me too. I believe in myself. Yes, we believe in us. So I have a mild question, and this question comes uh, from our sponsor, the viewers. Um, and <laughs> the question is, can you be fat and fit at the same damn time? <laughs> wow. So only if you have future say at the same damn time. At the same damn At the same damn So the viewer was basically saying people are genetically fat. Huh? Some people are genetically fat. Okay. And so, how can someone who's genetically fat not be fit? For example, hippos. They're genetically big, right? Are we saying that because they're big, they're not healthy and fit? No, they they eat a plant-based diet and they can run you down. Um, so, I, I think, like, you can be in shape, like, physically, like, yeah, like physically in shape. Like you can run or dance or be a very a great athlete um, and be, <clears throat> I, I guess, fat. What is fat? 
Okay, I don't know as the uh, resident fat person here. Hmm. Um, I think there's a couple of things here. One, okay. there's a feeling around the word fat that a lot of people attribute to whatever they want. I personally don't give two craps about what he attributed, so I always make Breezy have the response you just had when you talk about being fat. Um, I don't know if there's anything about being genetically fat. I don't know that's that's that's. I don't know if I believe in that. You don't believe in that? No. Well, some, like, people, some people are in naturally more heavy. So. They're nef- yeah, they're heavier like sets. They're heavier sets because be of diets, because of uh, the stuff. I, mean, I just don't know if it's gen- genetically. This is genetically. I I'm not a geneticist. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm just we're all hypothetically it, speaking. We, we use the example of Samoans. Yeah. They are heavier set people. They're known what to is be that? That's larger based on, people. That's based on their the food that they consume, and the 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 things that they do, like the job, the 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 their their whole lifestyle is based on whatever that that allows them to or or that leads them to be bigger. Doesn't mean that they're genetically disposed. Dispositioned to being bigger, but either way, my thought process is: I don't know, I don't, I don't know how you could be fat and fit at the same time. But then again, we have linebackers that are yeah. not in better shape. They're in better shape than I am because they work out a lot. Right. They just carry a lot more weight. Um, I, I don't, I, I think don't, that's a great example. I don't know, but I don't, I just don't know if. I think when people get caught up in a lot of things, it's uh, different things when it comes to fat. Um, people, as I said, like I, I have no problem saying I'm fat, and people feel like, oh, you're not fat. And I'm like, my thing is, I was a soccer player for many years. I put on weight as a result of me not playing soccer and not being active as I used to be. Mm. Um, my eating habits changed. All of these things, you know, changed how I was. Am I where I think I should be? No. Um, there's a lot to go. I mean, I'm. From this podcast, I've literally dropped a, a small person. So, uh, you know, everybody has their own thing to work with. And as long as you own you, accept you, and know that you have somewhere to work towards, then that's it. I just don't understand this question, really. So, let me help you out. So, the viewer <laughs> was saying this because when you're a fit person, right, mm-hmm. what do you do? You work out. Mm-hmm. What do you do to your body when you work out? You're destroying muscles and they build back up, right? Mm-hmm. So his his situation was like you're destroying your body. How is that healthier than a person who genetically is fat, who is like it's in their genes? I don't. I still am stuck on that fat in their genes thing. I don't agree with that. Uh, well, I mean, when I think of fit, I don't think of like just like the physical appearance of someone, mm, right? Okay. I think of it like, can you run a mile without being winded? Can you... And they're not particularly... Mu- People who run long distance aren't particularly muscular. Mm-hmm. Um, versus like a bodybuilder. Are they really healthy? Or do they just have a bunch of chiseled muscles? Mm-hmm. Right? So like... I don't know. This is a very odd question, viewers. It is. And I think that I think it comes to the struggle that people have a lot of times with the acceptance of self uh, because there are like people who are like, oh, I'm big bone. I'm like, I'm pretty sure your bones are the same size as everybody else. Um, that's like you just accept that you that you're fat. 
Like, I, so you think this is coming from a non-acceptance of... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you're trying to fit into a box. It's either fat or fit. I'm like, well, maybe I'm fat and I'm cool with that. Like, literally, Vince Staples had the best response to his girl. He said, if your girl asked you if she was if she looks fat in it. It's like, yeah, you yeah, you look fat right now, but we're going to work on it. Like, that's, <laughs> that, that, to me, I don't know, people, a lot of people not really okay with this this subject area. Um, and I know for a long time it bothered me. And now I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. And once you, I feel that once you grab that by the balls, you're able to deal with it a lot better. Um, I just think we're trying to fit into a lot of things. I look, one thing that people I would, I still think it is, uh, and people have said I'm wrong, mm. but people will not, some people are not okay dating people that are fat. Yeah. And they won't say that though. Yeah. And it's it's all it's it's hard because you're like, well, I'm still a nice person. I'm still you know considerate. I'm probably be better than the dude that's chill that's cheating on you with seventeen women. But hold on, why he got to be cheating on seventeen women just because he chill? No, I'm just saying. I'm okay. giving an example. I'm right. but but I'm fat and he's not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. So that I don't think anytime you make binary decisions like that, mm-hmm. it, it ever works out well. It should always be a matrix. Um, but that's, I think, where it goes back to fitting into a, a box of what society... And societal um, ideas of, of beauty is really skewed. It's always, like, this European male Fabio with his long hair thing. And I'm like, I, I never want to look like that, but man. Like, I don't. Like, I, I, I want to... And it's not one of those people where I'm accepting that, okay, well, I'll be fat forever. It's like, I just... That's never been my idea. That's not what I saw... As a man to be like, that doesn't that just that looks like you know something else. Um, and the same thing I feel goes for women. Like we look at a lot of the women that are like you know straight hair and and, and you know a lot of makeup or the Kim Kardashian style. And I'm like, some of that that might work for some people, but that might not work for me. I think it's really about finding your finding your group of people and, and, and sticking with that. Hmm. So hmm. interesting. So this come, this come, I feel like this question should have been. Spicy because, really, mm. wow, it wasn't mild. I mean, I feel like the guy was basically saying that fit is not all this cracked up to be. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but I'm, it, it's 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 all about itself. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of as I said, we talk about bodybuilders, a lot of bodybuilders that don't that like one of the best. Uh, the biggest um, bodybuilders I remember his name was like Ronnie something. Um, the dude has like all he he's messed up his arms. He had to have multiple surgeries. And like his spine is all messed up. But he was he was very happy with who he was, and he he still works out. Hmm. It's all about accepting you and hmm. who you are. Okay. So. Which is better is the section that we're on right now. Um, I'm K Styles. Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? No, is, I'm trying get, to be. I'm trying get it to, off. Get your shit off. This episode is also presented by the Grape Shirt. Shouldn't say nothing. Stay quiet over here. The Grape Shirt. Uh, so the question today is: Which is better, time or money? Mm. Damn. Woo! Think on that. Oh man. Grape on that for a second. Uh, <laughs> Could you not make great jokes while I'm trying to think <laughs> of which right. is better? So, yeah. so we're going to do a five, four, three, two, one. 
money. Time. So. You go ahead and give us, give us, your, give us your reasoning. I feel like having money, especially if you get it at a certain point in time in life, mm-hmm. gives you time to do other things. Mm. That's an interesting part. Because, and that was just off the top of your head, by the way. Mm. <laughs> um, because if, like, you can spend a lot of time trying to get money, right? And you may never actually get to that destination. So is time better? Like, you really didn't do anything with that time, and especially if your goal was to get money, right? But if you have money, and then your goal is to do something else, I feel like money can buy you time. Hmm. Interesting. To get certain things done, like go on whatever trip you want to go to or whatever. So, I say money. That's one perspective. I think the thing for me is that time is the one um, unrenewable uh, resource that there is. Right. We're never going to get 2019 back. No matter how much... We can all become multi-billionaires over the next three weeks. Mm -hmm. And we cannot get any time that we spent in in 2019 open. Mm-hmm. So to have more time or the or well it wasn't even more but like to me I think mm-hmm. the time is more important mm-hmm. because if you have this one thing it's like imagine if you had um, a car that had a full tank of gas but like once you finish that tank of gas mm-hmm. you can't get another car okay you could trick that car out you could put rims on it you could put TVs and everything in it with all the money in the world. But when that shit hits E, that's the end of it. And so that's why I think from a, a human experience, because mm-hmm. um, we really have no idea what happens after we die. This mm-hmm. might be all a simulation. We might start over and go to another and do it all over again. But the time, the time thing is the thing you can't get, you can't get back. Yeah. You literally can't get it back no matter what you do. Yeah. I okay. said time because um, I remember like, being maybe 16, somebody asked me, what's the most important thing in a relationship? What do you think it is? And I said, time. I said, because if you have someone who respects time with you, they're going to be honest with you and not waste Mm. a bunch of time telling you lies. They're going to respect the amount of time that you've been together. They're going to honor that. Um, All these things are surrounded with time. Like, even when things get tough, you're going to think about the time that you spent together uh, to bring you back together. Um, And then when I got married, the pastor gifted us with a clock with our names on it Mm. and told us that the most valuable thing in our relationship was going to be time Mm. and not to waste a second on small things because the, the, the time that you have on earth is all the time that you have. Right. So... I highly value time, um, and it's something that I often use to help me grow. Like I look at, like time I wasted with bad friends, time that I've spent on doubting myself, time that I've spent on all these things. To like, okay, I've spent all this time, and what am I going to do with the time that I have going forward? Because that that's uncertain, and I can make the most of it. Yeah. So I think. Um, yeah, I, I value time more because I can I can make the money I lost. Yeah. 
over and over again. Yeah, that's the only thing I was gonna say. You, you can, as, you can kind of control the amount of money that you have, mm -hmm. that you get. Mm -hmm. I mean, to a certain extent. I mean, like we'd all we'd all love to be, you know, multimillionaires. Um, but that you can control that. Then you could control how you keep it or you spend it, how you invest it. You can control your time in the similar thing, but you can never control how much of it you get because literally we can, you know, like the world can all end tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, I have the spicy question. Mm -hmm. And the question is shower before or after sex? Both. 100%. Both? I literally Both. meant to say that. Oh. Like right, you... let, me, let, me, let me school you out. Okay. Ladies, um, your vaginal health is very important. Um, I agree. If you are not taking care of yourself down there, you will have some serious issues. So you need to shower before sex to remove all the dirt to make sure when he's entering your vagina that it's uh, also entering. Also, when he's exited your vagina, you need to rinse off that bacteria. Sperm carry a lot of bacteria. And if it's anywhere on your body, you need to go ahead and clean that off. So A moist toilet won't work? No, you need to shower. You need to hit that hot water on that body. Um, so yeah, before and after sex. And the same for men. You carry all that bacteria in your mm -hmm. sperm. If you didn't shower before sex, you now have accumulated all her sweat and stuff. So it's important to shower after sex. And before. And before. That seems ex excessive. Does it? Like, after? Care about yourself. Well, yeah, but <clears throat> when are you, like... You can give people her have yeast infection. Well, I'm saying, for example, you have sex in a car. You should have showered. Before, before you head out. and then when you when you get home, you need a shower. Well, it's not well, when you it get home. It doesn't have to be like oh. That's hey, what I'm, I'm, That's what I'm. That's how I'm hearing. Like you take a shower, you do your thing, you get back in the shower. No, when that I, seems excessive. I, I mean, a little cuddle time, but you like, still like, need yeah. to. You no, still need to I come back. You still <laughs> need to take. A, hey, let's take a shower together. Yeah, like soon as she about to cut a whole tank. No, let's take a shower. Come on, let's take a shower. Oh yeah, we can take a shower together. That'd be. You just go round two then. But. And then you gotta shower after the round two well, in the shower. shower. In the shower. You gonna shower after the shower? Yeah. You gotta shower <laughs> after the shower sex. It's, and listen, it's important for your, your bodily health, guys. I definitely agree. Um, I don't know if I, I, I don't know. And I, I was gonna say shower before because I'm interested in doing some freaky shit, especially when I know it's squeaky clean. Uh-huh. I might suck some toes. What, what about morning sex? Wait a minute. No, that's uh. not skeet plaster, goddamn the sucking of toes here. I would I would, I would be I would be open to it if if it's a fresh shower. Get you okay. some toe jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, baby, you ain't you ain't get between Aki's your toes. In the grape shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> got him! Yeah, that's actually yeah. That was a good. That was a good. That's, 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 that was a good. Oh, y'all working in tangent and <laughs> shit. Yeah, apparently, oh, that that shit worked out really well. Uh, oh, I ain't okay, say but, else. but okay, I'm done. But you gotta <laughs> take my, cut my mic off. You gotta wow. think about. Heading out. You gotta think about morning sex. Like, say if this okay. is someone who's gonna stay over, 
Now you just laid in all that sweat and filth. Then you roll over and you go to do a lick and she's salty. That's not sexy. She tastes like a potato chip <laughs> and not a good one. Potato Wash. chip. Wash. So it can be fresh in the morning. Yeah, okay. So I'll give you a scenario where the washing afterwards is kind of problematic. Okay. You get home from a club. Yeah. You're both drunk as shit. Yes. Thank you, K-Styles. Things go Speaking to truth. where they go mm-hmm. and y'all pass out afterwards. Now morning hits. Then now you take morning a hits, you're gonna like, uh, wait a minute. Before we do this, we need to like, uh, take a, a let's shower. Let's go uh, wash up, and then it's time for round three. <laughs> no, I think uh, no. Round three. Because oh, two I, isn't required. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, this is what I think that it, that how that scenario could play out. Okay. Wake up in the morning. Oh, oh my god. Let's take a shower, and I'll make it some breakfast after. Round three. This is the breakfast. And then you actually get pancakes. And then you take another shower. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got somewhere to go. And you got to go somewhere. Listen, <laughs> all I'm saying is, especially for women, mm-hmm. it is important to take care of you. So even if you don't want to encourage him to take a shower afterwards, please take a shower for yourself. And the same advice is for a guy. If she doesn't want to take a shower afterwards, Please take a shower for yourself so that way you are clean and not carrying around all that bacteria. The one thing that's also kind of problematic with that too is like if you are in in your bed, Mm -hmm. she comes over, you guys have sex, Mm -hmm. shower, Mm -hmm. and then get back into that bed, Mm -hmm. aren't you meeting the bacteria that you left? The the, the bed is a very dirty place. You're you're leaving bacteria every night. Okay. Whether you're having sex in it or not. I, I know that just I that was, I'm just trying to find scenarios where it, it it's like All I'm saying to... is is once you've released fluid the demons. <laughs> the demons. Sorry, lightning bolt. Male or female. Once you release fluids, you gotta clean it up. So I gotta be like, hey, uh you take that shower. No, I I just said <laughs> you ain't getting no you need. don't have to make them do anything. You could take a shower for yourself. Okay. But you can make it sexy, like, hey, you know, let, you know, let's take a shower. Why don't you take a shower and I'll have something ready <laughs> for you. What you trying to say? I stink. What you trying to say? Why? Why you? You just trying to get me clean. I just I want you to be shower. comfortable. <laughs> I got you. I just want you to be. I got you. It's like, yo, when you got all that jam in the bed. Come get this grip jelly in the shower. <laughs> yeah. And again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell them what this is uh, brought to you by? Today's episode is brought to you by the letter G. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> guy. Oh, okay. Um, oh my god. I agree. Shower both times. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you didn't get to shower after the club situation is difficult. It's kind of hard, man. I, I'm saying, don't stress about it. I'm don't very like, stressed. No, you'd be like, sobering up, like, oh, shit, oh my she didn't shower. She didn't oh, shower. Hey, god. get in the shower right now. No, all I'm saying <laughs> that is that you should be conscious of the fact that it's important to shower before and after. Do bird baths count? No. What is a bird bath? It's so when, when you, you shower in the sink and you, like, just use Wash up in the sink. No, the no, question, you are you dating to... birds? Because that's the only way that is acceptable. You get your ass <laughs> under that water and shower, please. <laughs> Thank you. Bird Good bath. Bath. No. Joint. No, no, that no, is no, like no. the axe bath. Get the, like, that's get the most yeah. important yeah. of bacteria. Bath. All you, you know, did, and you know what's the worst about the axe bath? 
and I don't know why we chose Axe, but perfume bath. But like, mm-hmm. it's when people come in the air elevator oh. and you're like, ooh, wait a minute. I don't know where the smell's coming from. What is going on? There's a little yeah. funk and some <laughs> little sweet, funky sweet. Like, funky I don't sweet. Know. You funky sweet over I don't there. know. Like, that's, that's not a good look. Uh, uh, yeah. Just shower. Like, what? No, it's no free axe, for the axe. most part. You pay for it by a small bit. Shower. Hopefully you have some soap. It's, a, it's, important to, it's important to shower before and after. Don't stress about it. But be conscious of the fact that it's important, guys. You know what helps with your confidence? Shower. A shower. Oh, oh well, that's you, true. Whoa, that's true. shower together. Ooh, you get you. Ooh, girl, I, you about to get this round three. I before I, every it morning. Helps with my, my new my new routine is mm. you know I shower every morning, but I'm gonna add it to that. Okay. When you're getting ready, you put on some music. You know, you're looking in the mirror. You're like, oh shit, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to get it in. I'm about to get it in. So you know, you just do that. And the problem is after the club. You've been doing this for like two hours. You're like, <laughs> and a little bit of that. You're like, ah, I'm, I'm not about I shower. don't know if I want to shower right now. But in the morning, so you don't end up, you know, no, I licking Miss uh, Potato Head. Listen, Pringle, the nasty Pringle too. Just, yeah. ooh, girl, Mm-mm. get in the shower. This is. I don't know. I'm saying I, I did a club thing and we danced all night and got back, and she did not taste like Pringles, and I was impressed because mm. I was like. You've been dancing. Was she a human? Cyborg. Mm. She might. She might have went to the bathroom and took a bird bath. I don't oh, know. Okay, she might have yeah, been a, a little splish splash. Because I was like, this is quite unsalty. Wait, whose house did you go to? My house. Damn. Mm. Did you go to the bathroom before? I can't recall all that. I was. I was still was drunk. Okay. But that's I remember probably, it. I remember it specifically though, because okay. I, I was like, I literally about to say that's probably why you don't remember. And that, yeah. that's why I remember the situation. She probably was like, you know, I'm so, let me use the bathroom. Yo, I was like, this is, this is impressive. But yeah. anyway, just had to put that out there. So, in conclusion. Well, this has been a very entertaining episode brought to you by the letter G. If you like this episode as well as long, along with MVP's great shirt, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you are not following Can't us on all platforms. Uh, please do so. I am still judging you. Like we're judging his grapefruit. Like we're judging his grapefruit. Everybody mm. can get it. Not like that, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> but shower first. Shower first and after. <laughs> and after. Uh, we love y'all. Take care of yourselves and your genitalia. Yeah. Thank you, letter G. <laughs> we're gonna be genitalia selling. We're G grape. <laughs> we're gonna you be guys selling in a uh, rare form today. Grape, uh, grape shirt uh, to. To, to sponsor. The, all the proceeds will be donated to great research around the world. Uh, <laughs> it's been a great episode. Great research. It's been a great episode. Oh. So, have a good night. We grape you all. <laughs> we grape you all. We love y'all and we out.